Hello there, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Football Manager Therapy. I'm your host, Rich Owens, and joining me again are the entirety of the FM team. We've got the United City FM, we've got Kev, we've got FM Girl Alice, we've got Jebaru. Some of these people who, within the last week or so, I've spent significant amounts of time in the close proximity of. Others, upsettingly, not so much. So I think, in the spirit of balance, uh, Kev, we'll come to you first. How's it going, friend? How are we? I'm just about over the fact that I didn't get to spend many an hour with you, Rich. You know, it's taken a week, pretty much, but <laughs> I think I'm pretty much there because we get to spend this time together now. I'm all right. I'm okay. Uh, uh, we'll get into all sorts of football manager-related fun that I've had this week, and uh, we'll hear about all of your adventures around Nottingham, I'm sure. But yeah, in, in general, I'm good. I'm very happy to be here. I'm glad to hear it, mate. Glad to hear it. Um, somebody who I've spent significant amount of time in, in a closer proximity to, uh, it's FM girl Alice. How are we, friendo? I'm just getting over the fact that I just completely crumbled on stage at FMT Live. Like, and no matter what anyone says, absolute no. crumbled. Nope. No. Never going <laughs> to agree with you. Never no, going to no. agree with you. No. No. How dare you? How dare you? That's that's that is a fallacy. That is not true. Um, I can confirm that uh, because as you are watching this episode, by the time you're watching this episode on the Patreon, the FMT live show will be uploaded. So you will have already seen it and you will have seen that Alice gave an absolutely stunning performance. Stunning considering. And I think I'm right in saying that this that was the first time you'd ever done anything live on stage in front of a crowd in any capacity. Is, is that about right? Uh, shockingly, no. I think I was 16 and I was in stage in front of a thousand people doing some sort of presentation. Can't remember it, though. <laughs> blanked well, it out. Yeah, yeah, I blanked it yeah. from memory. <laughs> and and in, in, in comes now the therapy section of Football Manager Therapy. <laughs> Alice, are, are you okay? Do you need to talk to somebody about it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly, like, it was nerve-wracking, but it was it was a fun experience regardless. And uh, oh, I, I was just happy to get home, honestly, in oh, one piece. Mate. As, as I think a lot of people that were there were. Um, but, mate, you absolutely smashed it out of the park. Like I was I said to you afterwards, and I'll say it again now publicly, in front of people that may not have been there, like I couldn't have been any happier. Could not have been any happier with what you guys did. It was wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And it's a pleasure to have you back virtually as well, friends. So thank you very much. Um, finally, finally, uh, a person who, until two members of the community got lost and went wandering around Nottingham for hours, I thought I had the honour of sharing the Last Man Standing trophy with. It's Jebaru. How are we, pal? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Just uh, what was supposed to be a nice week off turned into not being a not too nice week off. Started off beautifully and then had to clean out my PC on Tuesday. Well, I think I woke up about midday on Tuesday and about 12 people were streaming all at once, so I missed out on that that boat. I think, <laughs> I think it was amazed, like, the amount of people that got home from various places. I, I had the captive audience and everything, and I wasn't anywhere near that streaming platform then. But it was a, it was a wonderful night, like, for, like I said, for 70-plus people to come out on a Monday night in Nottingham from all over the country, all over Europe, if you count a mad scientist. Mm. It's amazing to see, and I think it's the start of something beautiful, potentially. 100% agree with you, friend. 100% agree. Um, of course, Football Manager Therapy Live, it's happened. It's now in the past, which is a really, really weird thing because it's been it's been, it's been, been there. It's been at the forefront of my mind for, for months now since we first announced it. And to be kind of sat here, you know, nearly a week later, uh, having had time to reflect on it, um, what an absolutely incredible experience. What, what a wonderful time. I, I think everybody that attended had a great time. Um, Tony and I were chatting uh, after the event, um, the former host of this podcast, the Athletic, <laughs> how dare he. Uh, we were having a lovely chat afterwards, and he, we said it felt less like, because we were like, it's going to be like a community meetup. That's, that's going to be the vibe of it, really. And we were sat there, we're like, it feels more like a wedding, because there are so many people we've got to get round. <laughs> yeah. It's like, we want to make sure we say hello to everybody that's here. And it's, but then also just enjoy, enjoy the moment as well. Um, in high, after he said that, I was like, thought about my own wedding and I was like, yeah, it is quite similar. You know, there's lots of people I want to talk to and uh, I'm trying to hide from my family simultaneously. So I think I did both really, really well at both events. Stunning, stunning performance from me in the hide and seek stakes. I've got to say, 
but just see so many people there as jeb as you alluded to um, shout out mad scientist friend of the podcast friend friend of of humanity um i think mad was one of the highlights firstly because we we legitimately got to tell people i've, I've been telling people this for weeks i was like yeah i'm I'm going to do a comedy festival in Nottingham and I'm recording a podcast and there's somebody who's coming from Denmark and they're like, oh, you mean a Danish person? I'm like, yeah, but a Danish person who still lives in Denmark, not somebody who's now <laughs> living here. I was like, this is a real life person who has bought train, who has bought like air, air tickets, not train tickets. That would be difficult. Like they've, they've airline travel to come to Nottingham to watch us record a podcast about what is essentially an HR simulator. Like it's, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. So mad was wonderful. And I think realistically the highlight for a lot of people wasn't even necessarily mad. It was who mad brought with him. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Mad science, mad scientists friend who attended FMT live was just a tornado of joy. It's all I can say. It's I think gone, gone are the days for me as somebody with a family where, you know, a long, long time ago, somebody could just phone you up and say, hey, do you want to travel to a foreign country with me three days and get drunk and meet a load of people? <laughs> and you'd just be like, yeah, I do. But now I'm like, ah, oh, but I've got the school run, you know, I've, I've, I've got stuff to do. I've got other commitments. I'm just tired and I don't want to. But there was just that, the sheer joy of somebody just throwing themselves headfirst into something where they knew one person that was there it was in a foreign country and they were like, you know what? I'm just going to go meet some people and have the best time. And they, and they absolutely did. I mean, Jeb, Alice, I mean, I'm guessing you guys had, had the pleasure of meeting uh, mad scientist plus one at some point over the year, over the course of the evening. We did. Uh, oh, I did at least. I'm not sure about Jeb and yeah, he was the absolute delight. And you, you know what? The entire event overall, like, a lot of us definitely went for FMT Live. Like I originally wasn't gonna. Obviously, I wasn't gonna be on the stage or anything. That was I was just going as a as as a as a as a viewer rather. Mm -hmm. Um, but one of the the best things about the entire the entire like couple of days that I was in Nottingham was meeting everyone. And it was it like as, as, as amazing as watching you, Tony and Matt, up on the stage before you had Jeb and I up, uh, as well meeting everyone was incredible. And that was one of the highlights for me. It wasn't so much the show itself. It was everything that was around the show. And that's, there was so much community spirit there. Like, I know that's a bit of a weird thing to say, but no one, no one watched the show and left. Everyone mm -hmm. stayed like as long as they could. They were there beforehand, they, they were afterwards. And that, it was honestly special and magical to meet so many amazing people and not just to watch the show, but as, as awesome as it was watching the three of you. Oh, like I said, you were instrumental in that, that the entire experience, like your, your involvement, Alice, like, just get, you know, it was, was great. So you, I don't think you can do yourself enough credit for that. Um, and I will not have you talking about my co-host on this podcast in that fashion trying to imply that their, their their contribution was detrimental to the show how dare you speak out alice like that how very dare you can i jump no, was... in at this point please do kev please do because you guys are going to be able to talk an awful lot about the experience of being up there and what the venue was like and what the after um event was like but i have seen the version of the show that will go up on patreon i got early access to it because i'm important enough to get it thank you very much really appreciated it um but i have watched it and it was a great show it was really fun and the fact that all four, uh, all three of you guys were uh, involved in it was brilliant, even at kind of short notice, really. It was only in the last couple of weeks it was talked about of getting Alice and Jeb up there and doing anything. So that's cool in itself. Having Tony there in his current capacity was great. And also, you know, other special guests that will let everybody go and watch the live version of it if they haven't already to figure out who else might have been there. But it was really great. The show was really welcoming and warm and inclusive of the people that wanted to join in and shout something out from the crowd or whatever it might be. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm going to echo everything and just say, you guys did really, really well. And we'll do these things again, as already has already been said. And so by the time all four of us have had our time on the pod and moved on for whatever reason, it'll be great. We'll be like old hats at it and it'll be fantastic <laughs> and we'll be craving it all the time. You wait, Alice. It'll be great. Before the show, I went up to Jeb because like I didn't really know much what was what the plan was. I goes up to Jeb and I'm like, Jeb, do you know what the plan? Yeah, do you know what the plan is? There's no plan. And he just <laughs> laughed at me. It was just like, there's no plan. You think there's a plan? Yeah. 
have, we, I thought you would have established that. We did, yeah, we did have a private little uh, Discord conversation. We were just like, oh, so what's the plan? And all I kept on putting was the, uh, what's the uh, thingy guys? I can't remember his name. The guy from Spider-Man, the, spider, the guy who runs the newspaper. J.J. Jameson, of course it is. Mm-hmm. Jameson should have remembered that very easy. But yeah, just put that laughing emoji every <laughs> single time because there was never any plan. There was but never we, we, any plan. We can, uh, we can pull back the yeah. curtain. We're not talking that Jeb and Alice didn't know what the plan was. We're talking Tony and Rich didn't know what the plan was a week <laughs> exactly. before it either. They were going to yeah. show up and do something. It would be great. Yeah. And it was. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's like I, I sat down for dinner with Rich and uh, Tony and other guests. Well, let's let's not be around the bus. The other guest was Matt. I think he's probably chatted about it anyway yeah. all over yeah. Twitter and things like that. But yeah, we sat down for dinner and uh, McFly Shaw joined us as well. And it was they were still discussing what we we're going to talk about that type of way. And it, it just the thing that was there was like you said, it was like a wedding. Everyone knew each other, but it was it was almost that way. It's like some some people you're there going, why why do I don't know your name? I'm just going to chat to you anyway because I know I know you I know your voice but I can't remember who you are that type of way, and it turns mm-hmm. out uh, that person was uh, Ali. So there we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. There was there was there was so much of that, and again, this is the beauty of it. It yeah. wasn't just it wasn't just creators. It wasn't just people who get in front of the camera that were there. It was you know there, there were there were people's mods there. There was just people from yeah. assorted people from chats like you're just chatting away to somebody. And they're like, oh, by the way, you don't know me by my name, but you might know me by. And you're like, I had no idea this was you. I, I just it just didn't didn't twig. Um, and it was just the fact that you got people who just you know can you know consume the podcast just or you know consume streamed content in general. Like I, I want to go be part of this. My, that was such a wonderful thing. You know, I, I think it's everybody that was there. There was just such a great eclectic mix of people. Um, I think like for me, one of my favorite parts was just bumping into random people. Like that was, it, it happened so many times throughout the day, even like before we started recording. Um, you know, even, even though, even though, um, I planned to meet Alice, we would plan to meet up and even though I'd messaged her and told her where I was, when I just walked in, I was like, you're, you're real. You've, you've actually come. This is amazing. I'm so happy. Like, <laughs> When I went, went when I went to go check into my hotel, like walking in the hotel at the exact same time as me was 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 Ali, and I was like, "This is wonderful. This is just this is just this is what I wanted it to be." Was just constantly bumping into just nice people. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, there, there has been a bit of a bit of a come down for me. I realized, you know, I think by I think by about lunchtime on Wednesday, it had been a good 24 hours since somebody had asked me for a selfie, and I was like, "Oh, this is." feels cheapened now <laughs> i need to go do another one i've had that rush just that rush of being a little bit popular with people just for a day and now i'm back in reality and i'm back at work which actually was fine um <laughs> it was so that, that that aspect of it was 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 pretty cool but again I, I can't thank everyone that came out enough it was it wasn't just the show that it wasn't just the show that made it a wonderful experience it was the audience it was the community that was there the effort that so many people went to 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 attend like incredible and as kev has quite rightly said i can officially confirm that will not be the last fmt live event that we do um i think you know we've, we've already started talking about more provisionally um in in some circles so hey watch this space we will be live again with the four of us there without question and i can't wait i absolutely can't wait it was uh kev, kev your, your absence was was understood but also notable a lot of people a lot of people i chatted to uh on monday after the show which said that it was a shame that you weren't there because i think realistically speaking they were looking forward to meeting you more than they were anybody else so which <laughs> it will happen the day is coming but whilst i've mm-hmm. got the mic again i'm just gonna have to say tony i would imagine would have been the lead of this particular event in a lot of ways leading up to uh, the fact that they then had to leave the pod uh, and so the fact that ultimately on the evening itself, it was compared by yourself and not Tony because of various circumstances, you did a great job as well. So please be happy about that because you were excellent on the night. And it must be the most awesome thing. I don't know when the first time the two of you spoke about doing it as a live event, but it must have been several months in the planning uh, and for it to come to fruition and have, what was it, like 85 people in a room mm-hmm. just because they felt like coming and listening to you two originally do a podcast up in nottingham and fly in from various places and all that stuff 
it was a really great thing. And you are right. It won't be the last. And I will definitely uh, attempt to make the next one. And um, yeah, you can all come and test whether I'm as nice as I seem. <laughs> it was 100% no bribery involved in getting anyone there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And there, there easily could have been. There easily could have been. <laughs> I think, you know, we, we had, we, I think when, when we first kind of just toyed with the idea of doing something live, I think we were like, if we sell 20 tickets, we'd be a lot delighted. And then just constantly getting updates from the venue and from, you know, just being told about all these, these ridiculous numbers of seats that we were selling. I was like, this is, this is phenomenal. You know, bearing in mind that this is in terms of, in terms of comedy festivals, I've done comedy festivals before, but never tried to do it, you know, tried to sell a room of that scale before, you know, um, I've got friends who've just come back from doing, you know, some shorter, some longer runs at places like the fringe up in Edinburgh. And these, these are, these are comedians, for example, that I look up to, you know, that they're, they're my peers, but they're just, they're wonderful, wonderful comics. And I'm, I'm lucky enough to get to gig with them fairly regularly in and around the Midlands. Cause that's where we're based. And you, you see days like, Oh yeah, it wasn't such a great day today. We only had like 10 in. I'm like, why have you only got 10 people watching you? That's ridiculous. Like if I was, I think if I was doing that 10 people, I'd be over the moon. And that's how I looked about FMT. I was like, you know what? If we get 20, 30 in, amazing. That's going to be great to have done it to like nearly 80 odd people. It's just very, very weird. Very, shall, very shall weird. We, shall we call, uh, call out the viewership and say, if there's a venue and a town you'd like us to come to at some point in the future, tell us where it is and give us the info and you never know where we might show up. Who knows where they'll suggest we go. Just can I be just, nice. Can I just say... <laughs> Yeah, if, if it's on the Isle of Man, I'm not going back there again. Just, <laughs> just going over, over my last weekend's escalator. I don't want to go back to the Isle of Man. Yeah. Anywhere else, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Kev, Kev's not going back to the Isle of Man until they've actually discovered hummus. Um, at that point, they they advertise it, but I don't think they know what it is. So we'll put it on the menu. And if people order it, we'll just we'll just guess. So yeah, Ed, yeah, name name a city, name a town. Um, you know, have podcast, will travel. I think that is the new FMT philosophy. We're uh, we are happy to we just want to go out and meet people. We want to go. We want to come out and see you. It's it's a really, really, really wonderful experience. And here's to many more of them. Um, however, however, um, we couldn't. You know, it would be remiss of us to commit to too much travel because you know, if we're constantly out on the road spending time with the wonderful FM community, it means we wouldn't necessarily have as much time to be in our homes making football manager content. See that? See that segue? By the way, that was good. Yeah. I wasn't sure where I was going with it, but I pulled it back, reeled that's, it back in. That's why you're the true host of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's what the people have been saying for years, years. Um, yeah. So we, we've, you know, it's it's now uh, we're recording this on on Saturday night, Saturday the twelfth. Um, Football Manager 2023 dropped uh, on Tuesday morning. Um, you know, as I was driving home. Actually, no, I think I think it dropped. Was it like three, maybe four? If you were driving home at midnight, you, I was, the authorities, yeah, <laughs> the authorities <laughs> would have been having words. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's fine. He needs to get home and stream. Um, no, it, it, I think it dropped very, very late or very, very early on the Tuesday morning. But by the time I was back from Nottingham, I think as a lot of people were, um, it was content time. Um, we have all begun our proper saves now in earnest. We've all spent a little bit of time with the the final version. Or, or, or the version before the first patch, shall we say, because there are going to be patches. As I have said, there'll be some, some things we're looking at moving forwards. But in the interim, in the interim, we've all spent a little bit of time uh, with full fat FM23 with our main saves. Um, I think now is as good a time as any to, to have a little bit of a recap of what we've all been up to. Um, Kev, are, are you have, we've talked about the idea of your save previously, mm -hmm. uh, which I'm still enamored with. Even now it's started, I still think it's wonderful uh, and will continue to do so forever. Um, how's how's life trying to get home from the Ukraine going for you, Kev? It's going to be a really long journey. <laughs> it's going to be a really long journey. If I'm still in Ukraine by November of next year, it wouldn't surprise me at this point. It's going to be a really long journey. So um, I have, uh, uh, I've found myself in the top tier of Ukraine, I am with Zoria Luhansk. So what I didn't want to do was pick the sort of top three sides in the country that have basically just won everything that's ever been in Ukraine and nobody else has had a look in. So the likes of Shakhtar Donetsk, 
uh, Dynamo Kiev and Dnepro didn't want to go to them. But I wanted to give myself a chance because I've still got to win the league in three seasons to be able to move forward in the journey, basically. Otherwise, I have to move sideways, as you know. So uh, Zoria Luhanska finished about fourth, third in the last few seasons. So that's who I got. It's been really tough, mostly tough. There's been a few little bits of hope in there that we've got something. But at the very beginning of the game, the first thing that I discovered was quite rightly, but very frustratingly, my star striker in real life terms has been loaned away from the country because of the conflict that's happening there at the moment. Understandable, but in FM terms hugely frustrating that a person that has potentially got the goals in them for my team is now not in my team for this particular first <laughs> season. So he's gone. So I had to cobble together a strike force and they've demonstrated why they've been cobbled together because they barely got a goal for two streams <laughs> in a row, which was problematic. Um, the other issue that I've had this week is that because we were involved in the qualifying path to the Europa Conference League, we are way behind every other team in the Ukrainian league in terms of how many games we've played. I think by the time I finished my Friday stream, we were up to about eight games compared to 12 for everybody else. And so that's put me way down the table, even if I was doing particularly well and I'm not doing particularly well. So it's a problem because automatically then you've got pressure on you, basically. So it's been interesting. It's been fun. What I would say now that the game is officially launched, defenders are really stupid and it's going to annoy me immensely unless that changes. But other than that, it's been fun in the streams, loads of people around, which has been really encouraging, very grateful for it. Now all I've got to do is figure out how to get them winning games yeah, it's going to be a long journey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. If you know, if if you take the actual, you know, the, the the points tally and the results on the pitch aspect out of it, everything's going fine. You know, brilliant. The, the vibes are immaculate. It's just the results on the pitch don't necessarily match them. I mean, yeah. if you had to make if you had to make a prediction now, Kev, if you had to mm -hmm. make a prediction now based on your first few streams, how likely do you think you are to be moving on from Ukraine after your first three seasons? Uh, not in the slightest. And therefore, I will end up in Romania and not Poland and start moving sideways. I'm going to go sideways around the world and get nowhere near England at this moment in time. We shall see. No, I think what's more likely is that if I can... If I can find a way to be successful enough with them as a team, pushing them up the table, maybe winning a cup competition, maybe there's a way in which I could get into somewhere like Shakhtar, potentially to get out of Ukraine. But that would come too late to move forward in this particular scenario. I think I'm going to have mm. to be a bit lucky. But my star striker might be back for season two. You never know what might happen. But at the moment, yeah, Romania, here we come, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and Romania would be lucky to have you, Kevin. So uh, <laughs> that's the way I—that's the way I'd look at things. But no, I'm, I'm I'm very, very, very excited about kind of you know getting up regular updates on the journey, finding out how it's all going over there. Because, like I say, such a wonderful concept, such a wonderful concept for a long-term save. So, uh, hey, it sounds like the only way to go is up, or apparently sideways. But you'll be fine. Definitely. Either way, you'll be absolutely fine. Um, Alice, how about you, friendo? Because, you know, you've, you've, you've left behind the dizzying heights of Arsenal. You know, long gone is arguably one of the greatest beta saves in history. Um, how's uh, how's life in real life FM23 treating you at the moment? Honestly, my Slantwit save, that's what I mean. I'm at a Slantwit major in the, the Welsh, um, uh, it's the Cymru South. So it's the second tier of Welsh football. And it's not the most glamorous of jobs. And I'm loving the save right now. I'm loving the actual game itself. I think we're at the start of season two now. Yeah, we have uh, we did quite well in our first season. We had a slow start. Um, and I found that in FM23, I'm definitely changing my tactics a lot more. You know, I, I, I started with a tactic. It wasn't very, going very well. I switched it up to something completely different. And that also wasn't going particularly well either. But then I started to make a couple of adjustments to what I was doing. And then things like over time, over the course of a couple of months, started to level out and then our uh, um, results started to improve. But the actual save isn't the most fun thing about being at a Slantwit major. 
the best thing about being an Atlantic major is the connection I now have with the real life club. Because uh, if you, I don't know if any of you have looked at the Slantwick Major Twitter page. The admin for it is absolutely fantastic. And so now there's actually a bit of a buzz. I hate to use that word, but there's a bit of a buzz going around the real life Slantwick Major team about my stream. And I've had I've had players come in. I've had fans. I've had the coaches enter into the uh, into the stream and actually really be involved. And <laughs> it's meant with it's. It's, as much as that's awesome, it has had a couple of awkward situations where I've had a someone come into the chat and they're like, oh, play me boss, play me boss. I'm like, Ryan Harris? Like, his name was Ryan Harris. I'm like, Ryan Harris? I don't recognize the name Ryan Harris. Like, are you sure you're at my club? So I look at my club, like, look through the list, like, there's no Ryan Harris here. And then I'm just like, wait a minute, check the transfer, the previous transfers. He was the first player I saw. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a bit awkward i'm just like i am so sorry you've already gone <laughs> you were just out of the club the moment i got here <laughs> um but yeah honestly that is is added a spin on a football manager save that i have never experienced before and i don't think i'll experience again uh during football manager they're quite a local club to me they're about like 20 it was like about 40 minutes by train um, so I'm actually going to be going to some games as well. I'm going on Saturday to go watch them go uh, go up against Flanathley. And I cannot wait. And I'm sure I'm going to get so much stick from the players that I've already sold. Oh, mate. I love that so, so much. I love it. Because it's just just experiencing the wired, wider footballing community through streaming. I mean, we saw it, I think, last year with Tony, with Odds Ball Club. Um, we know it now has you know, yeah. an official press conference to announce him. <laughs> like, it's outstanding. We've we've seen other people in the community. We've seen guys like Zealand, you know, going out and spent, you know, with at the Dorfers. It's, it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And the fact that it's happening with yourself and it's also so local to you. Yeah. Like, what an incredible experience that must be. I'm, I'm very, very jealous. Very jealous. <laughs> you just have to do the same with one of your local teams. <laughs> I'm going to have right. to be the marketing officer for Alice's stream because I've been in once or twice this week. And while she might have found it slightly awkward that her one of her players comes in and says, play me and they're not there anymore. It's been fantastic as a viewer. I also saw her completely dig out the person behind their Twitter feed who turned out to be one of their coaches as well and was fairly ropey in game and alice told him so in no uncertain terms i seem to remember it's been phenomenal if you're not in alice's streams she basically lives on twitch at the moment go and find her it's really fun there was one of the players that he came in and he was uh, asking her about about himself and uh we we had a look at him his name was ollie williams oh, ollie, oh my apologies i think it was ollie um, Ollie Bradley, there we go. We're looking at Ollie Bradley's uh, attributes, and he had uh, one composure. And we just like the chat, both the chat and I laid into this poor kid nonstop <laughs> for about two streams about his one composure. I felt bad in the end. <laughs> he was trying. He was, he was trying to type replies, but he just kept missing the keys. He was having an absolute shocker. It's like may, maybe this is justifiable. To be fair. Oh. <laughs> incredible stuff though like, like i say it's, it's that that wonderful link between like the virtual game and reality mate i'm i'm putting money down now i've got a crisp five pound note that says by fm24 i think in you know when, when you start to look when you start to look at the club if you look at the club profile there's going to be a certain name probably under i would say club legends you, i think you're going to be up there up there by then absolutely guaranteed mate absolutely guaranteed i think it <laughs> You know, it would be deserved. It would. I'm going to hold deserved. you to that five pound. I'm going to hold hey, you to I, that five pound. Well, I'm I'm going to get in touch with the club. I think we can make it work. You know, we've we've got you know we've got ends with the club, and we've you know we we've got people who know people at SI. So I think you know between us, I think my money is safe. Um, and to be fair, if I lose that bet, SI and and you know other football clubs, um, you're taking money out of my children's mouths. So. Let's really Shocking. think about who the real winner here is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Un unbelievable. No pressure, kids. No pressure. But, you know, <laughs> just just my children are hungry. They want for so many things. Uh, this is a bet I need to win uh, because Alice will come for the money. She will absolutely come for 100%. the money. 
hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent, mate. I'm I'm glad you're having a great time there. I'm re- genuine. Again, I'm the progression of the save. I'm just looking. I'm just looking forward to hearing the progression of just how happy or sad the players are getting for you. You know, happy that the club <laughs> is doing well, but maybe sad because they, you know, just on the chopping block, very very early doors. Um, and and finally, finally, somebody who I've, I'm just. I don't think I've ever been happier that somebody managed to get hold of a shirt in time for a save. Um, how's how's Italy treating you, Jeb? All right, I've got I've got the shirt here. It's a it, it is as beautiful in real life oh, on the camera. There we are. Look, there you go. It's as beautiful in real life as we expected. Uh, unfortunately, twenty chicken McNuggets after FMT Live has meant I can't really wear it that much right now. <laughs> As European sizes are a little tighter than you expect, but well, there we are. Uh, so yeah, but uh, unfortunately, just due to work commitments and various other things coming up this week, I couldn't actually start till today. So we had a bit of a rush around, had a look around. Started off really swimmingly. Two days into the job, we, we played a fr- we played one friendly, we lost that. And then the board came to me and goes, we are really disappointed in your Copper Italia progress. I was like, what? Copper Italia? So I, I've just played a friendly. And then I looked. Uh, so I started the job on the 1st of August. On the 30th of July, they lost in the Copper Italia qualifier. And that's my <laughs> fault, apparently. So I'm already <laughs> in trouble with the board. So, I mean, it, it really confused me on stream. I think there was a few people watching at the time. Who were just like, what, what the hell is going on there? It was just like, how have we got this wrong? Uh, but Pescara are predicted to finish top of Syria Che for this one. Then it goes into the weird playoff system, which I need to get my head around. Or I think it, I think it's many, many teams going to this playoff system, and only three get promoted from there. But uh, they've got the bases are a really good team. I mean, it's quite simple to have that when you've got thirty-five players in the first team squad, including seven loadies. I'm just <laughs> like, what, what am I supposed to do with all of this? Uh, and there's some really good players in there as well. So there's Gia Bua, who I had uh, on. I had actually at Bournemouth last year towards the end of a save. He's 21 in this. And he's a really good midfielder, box to box. And then there's a young Albanian winger called Collage, uh, and he's been fantastic in my preseason so far. Uh, and the striker, he was rubbish in my first preseason game, but he was really good. I did the Tony Jameson Classic and lost to my second XI. That was that worked really well as well. <laughs> but. And there we are. And then one of my targets is to sign players under 22 to develop. There's no tactical or any type of style of football need to play, which is beautiful because I can just freewheel and don't have to get get in trouble on that side of things as part of the objectives. So because I've got to sign under 22-year-old players, I've signed a 36-year-old striker from Spain. (laughs) And I've gone back all the way to QPROP FM9. Thank you. Smooth. For Very smooth. The listeners of the podcast, Rich Owens yeah. is pointing at a copy of FM 2009. An, an actual real life copy. It's it kids, it used to come on a compact disc. Look at imagine. Look at this. Visual comedy on for what a lot of people is an audio podcast. But you know what? We committed to the bit. You can hear you taking that CD out, so it's quite nice. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so I signed Frank Franco Zuccolini, who's 31, who's in this uh, Sarah B. So he's come in. And that's about as far as we've got. We just basically fleshed out the staff. We sacked everyone and brought a load of people in. I think uh, Kev was in the stream. He was like, you sure you want to sack everyone? Because trying to sign staff initially was quite difficult because nobody wants to come to a... Uh, the the, co- uh, the east coast of Italy, but uh, I'm quite excited by it because there's a 20,000 seater stadium there to fill. They've got really passionate fans who are called the Rangers. It really confused me when I was building my thumbnail. All these flags for ra- all these scarves for Rangers. Like now, this this can't be right. So I'm looking forward to getting my teeth into it a little bit further. There's no restrictions other than non-EU players, so no British players will be coming over. But other than that, we're I'm looking forward to it quite a lot. I'm, I'm excited again again it's you know it, it it reminds me to an extent of of what you did with your Bournemouth save last year in the sense that there's a club there there's that the infrastructure is in place for the team to improve and you know it, you can you can improve with the team so I don't think it's going to be too yeah. long before you're in the, uh, the the dizzying heights of of the Serie A with a wonderful kit with a dolphin on it so I'm I'm very very excited um really disappointingly the, the only the only disappointing thing about it for me is that after found out you were live this afternoon, we dropped a little tweet like, "Hey, go go watch Jeb's content," and then friend of the podcast, wonderful human being, big roadie, said, "You've missed a trick because you didn't say give it a Jeb of you." 
and I'm just <laughs> kicking myself. I'm so angry. So I angry. Think I didn't do that. that. Yeah, somebody suggests I call people who watch my thing the Jebba crew. I was like, no, no, we're, no, we're never doing no. that either. No, no, no that's no. Um, it's better if, than the Jebba few. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You're very happy with yourself there, Kev, with that one. <laughs> My job is done. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, but I'm going, right, I'm that's going. the end of the podcast. See you next week, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Bye, everyone. We've peaked. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to draw a line under that now, um, just mainly because yes. I can't think of one. Um, good. Um, I've uh, Similar to yourself, Jeb, but I've, I've had a really interesting time signing staff recently. Um Life in Mexico with, with Atletico San Luis has started, interestingly, um, more, more accurately, inconsistently, I think is the best way to describe <laughs> it. Um, it did take me just, just a few minutes to kind of, you know, just re, re you know readjust myself to the rules of Mexican football because there were a few that I wasn't quite as familiar with as I originally thought. And also, having gone live on stream probably within about half an hour of getting home after FMT on Monday, um, despite waking up on Tuesday feeling significantly better than I had any right to, all things considered, I, I, I felt good. Um, got home, went live, and then realized that I was just a little bit overwhelmed because there were certainly lots of rules and numbers on the screen that I wasn't prepared for. Um, I'd completely forgotten that there were rules around you can have a maximum number of non-Mexican players in your um, squad like complete your complete squad. So you're limited to 10 non-Mexican players uh, in your 40-man squad. Um, San Luis have got a pretty big team. So they've got a very, very big team. Um, a lot of their key players, though, um, when you start to break down the actual hierarchy of the club, a lot of the really, really good, a lot of the key players are not Mexican, which in and of itself is a bit of a problem. I think we've talked before. I've talked about it on stream this week. In Liga MX, like Mexican, like, a first team standard Mexican player is a commodity. They are worth a lot of the time a significant amount, significant amount of money more than a player who will play in the same position who's Colombian, for example, because you know that player isn't taking up a designated international spot in your team. Um, you also have to start a certain number of Mexican-born players every game. So that's just not players who have a Mexican passport, players who were specifically born in Mexico. Um due to the link with uh, Atletico well, with, with Atletico Madrid uh, and Spanish clubs. Uh, I've got a couple of Spanish players who have said they want to declare for the Mexican national team, which I'm like, great, I'm really, really happy for you. Doesn't massively help me. So if you could start thinking about what it is that I need, I would really appreciate it. Um, I also noticed uh, about six games in that I was very, very backroom staff deficient. Um, so I've been out looking. Um, I mean, I've, I've signed arguably the two best backroom staff in the game for my money. Two two players that you would clearly associate with with Mexican football. Um, you know, ex exciting, exciting high-tempo football. Um, my backroom staff now consists of Yari Lippmanen and Teddy Sheringham. Just because. Just, just, just because. So, yeah. You know, you know, you know who screams exciting Mexican football? Sheza. He'll fit right in. He'll fit right in. He'll get. He'll get them scoring goals. We'll be absolutely fine. So very much like Jeb, I've 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 had an interesting time trying to sign backroom staff because the rest of them, the the the, the level of staff that I'm attracting isn't necessarily the level of staff that I need to kind of take the club to the next level. Um, vice versa, very similarly to Kev, I've also been having difficulties with strikers. Um, I realized just before I started streaming the save that Atletico San Luis are currently home to arguably one of the greatest um, Uruguayan strikers in Premier League history. Um, scored for fun. Really for fun. Scored. Um, it's, of course, everyone's favorite Uruguayan striker, uh, Abel Hernandez, Hull City legend Abel Hernandez. Um, he looked on, on paper, attribute-wise, it's like, this is... You know when you see people do saves and they're like, hey, we put Erling Haaland into the conference. He scored 100 goals. What are the chances? Um, he had potential to be that good. Like, attribute-wise, he was just head and shoulders above a lot of the other players in the country. Also, literally, because in Mexico, it seems the average height for a first-team player is about 5 foot 10. He's 6'2". <laughs> I'm like, yes! He's big and he's fast and he's got goals in him. This is going to be great. All through preseason, he was a menace. Like he 
terrorized defenses. He's like, I didn't even, I, I played him as an advanced forward because I was like, just get the ball up to him and he'll do, he'll do bits. He was closing down defenders that I wasn't asking him to do. He was like tackling center backs, tackling, winning the ball back from full backs. He was assisting, he was scoring with his head, with his feet, great at set pieces, great at penalties. And I'm thinking, you know what? Suddenly this challenge looks like it's actually going to be fairly straightforward because of course i'm trying to overtake club america as the best club in you know as, as the most successful club in mexican history and just for a second I'm like you know what i reckon i might have i reckon i might have pulled a blinder here old, old rich has got this right abel hernandez snapped his leg in half 20 minutes into the second game of the season um <laughs> um disappointingly um about five in-game minutes after i realized that he only had six months left on his deal um he was on like 6k a week and he wanted 13 i was like you know what you're worth every penny i will make you my highest paid player not a problem at all goes out snaps his leg he's out for eight months he's got six left on his contract and i was like oh mate i'm so sorry about i'm so sorry about your leg i'm so sorry and as i'm just apologizing in the background i'm just tearing up the contract offer that i've just given him but oh i'm so sorry oh this hurts me more than it hurts you how is your like is your leg okay oh it actually looks like it really does hurt no but this this figuratively hurts me more than it hurts you so he's 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 laid up if he was a horse i would have had to give him a bag of oats and and you know do the other thing that you do to poorly horses but you know it's he's just sat there sponging 6k a week just just i've, I've off i said hey do you want to terminate your contract? And he went, no. So, um, yeah, maybe that was after, a, you know, I did that after I tore up the 13 grand contract as well. So it might be my fault. Um, sounds sounds quite similar to uh, mine. Uh, I did a, te- a little test just to, to mm-hmm. see how uh, Pascal were. I was on the train a couple of times this week, so I thought I'll load it up, I'll have a look. Oh, Giuseppe Rossi's owner free. I made this mistake last season as well. Oh, I'll bring in Giuseppe Rossi, Italian caps, all that. One day into him signing, he did his cruciate lig- ligaments in myself for nine months. <laughs> Just yeah, like, yeah, never again. Like, never, never ever again. again. I think he did exactly the same for Elsborg last year as well when I signed him. <laughs> Not learned my lesson. Yeah. Would you like to hear my injured player story? More than anything in the world, Kev. Unfortunately, it's not from 23. It's from 22. But there was an occasion at the fairly early stages of 22 where I um, had the opportunity to um, ask my viewers to rename new gens if they got the amount of channel points to redeem on it. So one of them had done so, and we'd renamed one of my strikers, a 17-year-old, and we renamed him Hugh Junderpants. That was his (laughs) name, Hugh Junderpants. Um, And so we'd had him in and around the stream for a couple of days. He was uh, an instant cult hero, played literally a couple of games for us, scored a goal. We had uh, an underpants emoji that came up in the stream and all sorts of things. I created merch for him because he was so popular. On the day the merch went live, IRL, I streamed. And he broke his leg and was out for seven months of the stream and was hardly seen in the next three or four weeks of game time that I played on the day that he got his own merch. Oh, there you go. That, that's awful. That's I, awful. Put, I, I put the kibosh on my own players. I'm you, never doing it again, I tell you. You, you kiboshed underpants. I think about quick, quick moment of silence for you. You'd think there I would have learnt my lesson with letting my, my, my viewers name my new gens, but apparently i didn't from fm22 and now i'm pretty sure it's not safe to say one of the names in my current squad on on this podcast i'll be honest <laughs> so what i'm not gonna do i i get last veto on mine fortunately so they're always reasonably good <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what i just have leave a note so you can leave a note on any player in my save so every time they flash up on the team sheets or you see them they will have the, the little yellow box next to their name and sometimes you go that long without seeing them that uh, you you forget, and then you click on them. You're like, oh, okay. I mean, last season, <laughs> um, shout, shout out friend friend of the channel, friend of the podcast, Inky, um, had some opinions on Steve Bruce that I agree with. So those those were very <laughs> very uh, were very well received notes. So so yeah. Oh, I mean, is, is the player's name Gary Fiddlesticks? Is that what it is? That's what it is. Isn't it? <laughs> no. Uh, so I I allowed my players to. Oh, so I allowed my my viewers to name any of my new gens. As long as the names existed in the database. 
So as long as the first name existed as a first name, you can have it. As long as it ex the second name existed as a second name, you can have it as well. And of course, um, Dick is a first name. That's a legitimate first name. And um, yep. Comes is a legitimate second name. <laughs> yeah, let's not put it together. Let's not put it together. Let's move let's on. Not put it together. No, let's, let's draw, draw a line under that that filth. Yep. Um, FMT after dark. It's <laughs> <laughs> a wholesome, wholesome podcast. Yeah. Wow. People, people are monsters is what i've learned um twitch chats you're all terrible and i love you for it um <laughs> please never change please never never change um so that's i think i think that's that's kind of brought us all up to speed quite nicely on, on what we're all up to content wise um however however there are going to be some not changes to but additions to the content we're making uh, as, as a podcast moving forwards we announced uh, a couple of weeks ago a couple of weeks ago, we announced that we were going to be starting our very own FMT network game. Nailed it. Um, really, really. Whenever I say FMT, I just feel like contracted. I say live after it, but no, it's, that's that's gone. That's gone. I'm living in the past. Rich, you're living in the past. Stop living in the past. The FMT network game is starting very, very soon. Um, so we've announced we're going to be managing a Premier League team. Uh, each of us taking on a different Premier League team. And we're just going to see how it goes. Um, some of us, I'm thinking, are going to do better than others. Um, we agreed. We agreed that we were going to spin a wheel um, to decide who gets which team because we thought that was the fairest way of doing it. Uh, we put a poll up earlier. We put a poll up uh, on Twitter um, because what, the, the way we decided to do it in the spirit of fairness, uh, we would let you, the audience, decide uh, on or have at least some kind of impact on, on how we chose the teams. So... We put a poll up on Twitter and we said, vote for who you want to get first pick, first spin the wheel um, in the, uh, when it comes to the FM, choose the teams for the, the FMT network game. Uh, whoever gets the most votes goes first, whoever gets second most goes second and so on and so forth. Uh, I'm delighted to announce that I'm the third most popular member of my own podcast um, by, by an absolute mile with 55.4% of the votes. Uh, Alice will be, will be getting the first spin of the wheel speaking I thereof did, i didn't know the poll had gone out so i'm going to use that as a defense why i finished last I'm going for that yeah. yeah yeah i, I, yeah, I only that's... just saw it and i saw thank you to the six members of the community who voted for me <laughs> you're the best yeah. <laughs> um kev alice if you could just not listen for a second uh mm. jeb one of them was me i, I voted jebaru there you go I, I voted Jeb. Yeah, I didn't even. I didn't even get time to vote for myself. That really was. The <laughs> we Jebba could vote few. for ourselves. Oh. <laughs> oh God, more like Jebba who? Am I right? <laughs> Jebba boo. <laughs> oh. Right. Um, cool. Sorry. Stop it. All those lists. Yeah. <laughs> right then. Um, shall we? Shall we? I'm going to press the button. There's a wheel. Oh. The production values. I've got travel high. Very, very, very high. Very, very high. Um, I had to do one of these at work the other day, and I'm going to be honest, I got far too carried away making color schemes. So I thought, you know what? This week I'll go, I'll go, I'll go simple. So we can see it up there. There are it's not even it's the... not even an FMT color scheme, unbelievable. It's not. <laughs> you know what? Next time somebody else can make the wheel. Um so first first spin the wheel. Obviously, after each spin, we will be removed. Moving um, the teams because otherwise that just would be a bit weird. Um, so, Alice, are you, are you ready to, to learn your fate? I am. I for am. The, uh, for the listeners at home, is it worth just listing out what teams we have for the opportunity of because they can't see any of yes. this? Yeah. <laughs> again, again, more 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 visual content on a predominantly audio podcast. <laughs> yes. So um, the teams, the teams that are on the wheel, um, and we did a we did a full sanity check of this earlier because I thought there weren't quite enough. But then we remembered there is an extra oh, Europa oh, Conference oh, team. Oh wow! Oh, you're going to get us in trouble for one of those team names. Oh, I am, but it's because it's because <laughs> I got I got. I thought, you know what? Can I can I be bothered to type out the extra seven characters? No, I'm in a hurry. So um, <laughs> we'll start with them. I'll, I'll say it properly. Um, Nottingham Forest, yeah. not Notts Forest. Nottingham <laughs> yeah. Nottingham yeah, Forest. Yeah. For 
for podcast listeners, it definitely says Nottingham. It definitely says <laughs> Nottingham. Uh, You've got your patch, Rich. You know what? I could change it now. I'm just not going to. Um, Nottingham Forest. I've been to. I've been to your city recently. We've talked about it very pleasantly. You'll, you'll allow me this. Um, we've got Crystal Palace, Brentford, Brighton, Southampton, Wolves, Everton, Leicester, Aston Villa, Bournemouth, Fulham, and Leeds. Now, for those of you that have attended or have already seen the FMT live show on Patreon, um, Alice, during the FMT live show, said she was hoping for Wolves. She said she'd be very happy with Wolves. So, should we find out your fate, mate? Are you ready? I am, I am ultra ready to get Wolves here because they came third in my beta save in the Premier League just behind me. So, I'll take, I'll take a strong Wolves championship side. Uh, sorry, uh, Champions League side Wolves. There you go, Champions League side Wolves. Let's spin that wheel. Oh. Here it goes. The wheel is spinning. The wheel is spinning. It's slowing oh, down. Oh. It's palpable. It's palpable. It's not Wolves. It's not Wolves. Alice. I'll take, Pal- I'll take Palace. Mate, Crystal Palace. You've got Wolf Zaha. Yeah. Um, and, you've, and more importantly, Jack Butland. That's all you need. You've got Jack Butland. <laughs> um you got some. Right. You got some good, but like especially attacking. You have got Eze. You have got Elise. Some good mm-hmm. young players there. Definitely yeah. bring through. Elise Edouard, was a big mainstay. You know yeah, Edouard. Yeah, Palace. Yeah, Guigui at the back as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jealous. Yeah. Mm. There's going to be a lot I... of rebuilding. There's going to be a lot of rebuilding. Gabo Corali is somewhere there in his pajamas. <laughs> like, exactly. <somewhere. laughs> it, he's, he's, he's got he's got his tracky bottoms on somewhere. He's delighted. Yeah. Um, and I'm delighted for you. So there you go. So the first draw, Alice will be managing a Crystal Palace, which kind of, oh, alliteration's pleasant, isn't it? Right then, um, second, um, second with uh, 25% of the votes was Kev, United City FM. Kev, are I'll you ready, it. friend? I am very go. ready. Come on, bring it on. Lovely. All right. Anybody, anybody you're looking to avoid before we press spin? Uh, the one that I'm going to get, no doubt. Uh, let's say <laughs> I would prefer not to get Bournemouth, even though I love everybody in Bournemouth very much. You're all lovely. Of course you do. Of course you do. Everybody, Come on, Bournemouth. Everybody. Come home. Come on, Bournemouth. Humming, humming, humming. No. Oh. Well. Um, well. I'm going to have some wow. money to spend. Ah viewers uh, not viewers listeners rigged. should i say this is completely rigged i i, I want to wow. respin it just wow. pays to be nice yeah. what can i tell you you know <laughs> oh go on rich i'll let you do the honors oh well yeah kev kev has just done really well with this 70 million pound transfer budget um congratulations i suppose <laughs> they're, they're wow. down the road from me as well but also I was, gonna, I was gonna say crystal Palace versus Brighton is an established rivalry as it well. It is, absolutely. It's, it's that, there it's, there's a weird road between them. Like, there is. <laughs> it's a very yeah. weird road, but there is a road, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but yeah go, they're guys. down the road from me, so I'll take Brighton every day there with their go. £70 million budget. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. What, what, what a colossal burden that must be for you, Kev. Um, if you'd like to, <laughs> if you'd like to uh, alleviate any of that transfer budget on players from this club that I'm about to start managing, then I'd be delighted to have that mm. conversation with you. We shall see. Um... Uh, maybe maybe you know what you know what i'll take that i will take leicester that's all right that that's all right that's that's yuri tielemans i'm really yeah uh, it's yuri tielemans buy him yeah (laughs) (laughs) please please do try oh harvey barnes the greatest footballing commentary of all times exactly Jamie Jamie Vardy, so get your blue WKDs ready. <laughs> so. Yeah, there you go. Rich Owens FM is having a party. Um, there you go. Leicester City. You know what? I'm gonna I'll get take walls, it. Aren't I? I'm going to get Wolves. I'm going to get Wolves. <laughs> if you get this destiny, <laughs> if you get if you get Wolves, I, I'm I'm tempted to allow. We'll do a vote for a respin. Are you ready, Jeb? The, re- oh, the yeah, reason, of course, go my way, don't they? Yeah. The reason, of course, is because Jeb's already done Wolves. In exactly. The beta, he's already. Done, he's already. Yeah, he's yeah. Already, yeah. You can't. You yeah. can't manage the team you've already managed. <laughs> <laughs> Moments in That's history. Amazing. Right there we are. Right. The, what we're going to allow. <laughs> For the uh, no, for the audio well, listeners, we'll it definitely we'll stick ha- with it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it has just landed on wolves. Uh, remind us how well you did with them, Jeb. Uh, where's it? I think I got to seventeenth. 
I think we should keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it. Let's leave it as is. I'm, 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 I'm happy that. either way. Oh, Whatever Jeb wow. wants to do is yeah. fine by me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you are yeah. you are you happy with with well, uh, happy is subjective, really, aren't you? Are you accepting the wheels decision, Jeppero? Yep, I'm accepting the wheels decision. We will stick with wolves. The good news is you already know the team. You already know what tactic you should be using. So or, or not, maybe. Yeah, you've yeah, got a head exactly, start yeah. over the rest of us. Mm -hmm. so. yeah. yeah, can I mm -hmm. keep older Ruben Neves? No. No. They've both gone to play for Brighton. Ruben Neves, <laughs> 40 million. Can we agree this deal now? There we are. <laughs> 30, you might have a deal. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> There you go, Kev. Kev oh. The man drives a hard bargain. There we are. Yes. So that that's that's the uh, that's the FMT network game decided. Then so I'll I'll be managing Leicester City. Alice will be managing Crystal Palace. I think uh, I got the raw end of this deal. I'll be honest. Do you reckon? Don't you I know. would have taken no, any of you. The you want to swap? Yes. So. <laughs> can we swap? Can I do a swap deal? Like I'll give you my club, and you can, <laughs> and I'll take Swapping yours. Clubs. I take, I'll I take yeah. Like, you, like yeah. if anyone that watches the wanted podcast, we'll I want them. We'll just, yeah, we'll make it just like American football. It's fine. We can just relocate. Nobody we'll do, we'll bothered. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. We'll do a swap deal. You know. You know what? I mean, hey, I'd, I don't mind. Should we let the audience? Should we let the audience decide? Although to be fair, you Rich, you did come up with a, a good one earlier, the pun, the crystal Alice at Crystal Palace. Like I don't think I can turn <laughs> oh, that down, I'll be honest. There you go. So that, it's, that's... I, I can just name it Crystal Alice. There we go. <laughs> Nope, so you you've there you you've go. talked her out of it. Well done. Thank, thanks, Rich. <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes you, you can't say no to good branding. That's all I'm saying. Some, you just got to take the chance. Um, well, there we go. I think we can also, because um, this podcast will be going out uh, on the 15th of November or 14th, if you're listening to this or watching this on Patreon. Um, the plan is we will be starting, we're beginning the network game on Thursday, this coming Thursday, Thursday the 17th. So if you are interested in observing that, some of us will be streaming it. Some of us will be playing it offline. This will continue just generally th throughout, th you know, throughout the, um, throughout the life cycle of, uh, of FM23. We'll, we'll be doing this on the regs, um, obviously schedules depending. So if you would like to come in and if you want to come and experience that, then I'd say you can watch us on Twitch doing it. Obviously, we'll be recapping it on pod on a fairly regular basis as well. Um, depends how badly I do as to whether we do that or not. Yeah, depend, depending on how badly Kev spends that <laughs> £70 million £70 million transfer. I've not got a goal. the first transfer windows disabled, oh, isn't it? Is that what we're doing, yeah? <laughs> I think, I think, Actually, I think no, I... no, I need defenders. No, no, no. <laughs> stop that, stop that. Yeah, I've, I've just remembered that I've not got Kasper Schmeichel anymore because he was playing at that club that I was managing in the beat. Oh, I've got no goalkeeper. Yeah, that was nice, wasn't it? Oh, great. Thanks. Thanks, Lester, in real life. I appreciate you. I've gone from excited to apprehensive very, very quickly. <laughs> what a joy. Right. Um, I, think I, it, feel... I think it was uh, one thing just, just before we do end. Oh, no, it, sure. sure, a, bit sure. Of a, leg a bit of a legacy from the Matt and Tony days as well. But I think uh, we'll put out some charity links during the network save. I think that's where we're going to mm -hmm. do stuff. Forfeits and things like that will go to charity. 100%. We've just got to... Name some charity will be obviously associated with the football manager therapy side of things, so mental mm -hmm. health along those lines. And that's important. We'll we'll get get our heads together and choose a charity, and maybe we just revolve them monthly and go that way. Mm -hmm. But I think yes. it's important that uh, we do raise awareness as well, more than anything else, whilst having fun and letting Kev spend seventy million and getting angry with him. Indeed, mm -hmm. exactly, exactly. And, yes, and so... then still watching my defenders stand there and watch all of your attackers go through <laughs> my defense like they're not there and score three goals. <laughs> whoever it Can't is wait. exactly <laughs> it's it's going to be it's you know what everyone's going to be really really happy everyone's going to be delighted but yeah as jeb very rightly says um if there's any kind of you know charity you know especially based around kind of mental health or well-being that you know you feel very passionately about um and you want to get in touch with us and let us know about the work they do um if if we can you know help contribute to the work that they do then we would love to do so so just let us know uh please do um you can do that via you know our twitter fm at fmt pod via our discord which there's a link to in this video uh, and all the description of the audio version so yeah just get in touch let us know what you'd like to do and of course we will do everything we can to help um that in and of itself i feel 
I think that feels to me like a podcast. Don't know how you all feel, but I think that feels quite quite good. I think that's a good point to leave it. Um, so we'll, we'll go around the room. We'll go reverse order. Um, Jeb, if people would like to watch you um, streaming some delightful Italian football or having the best time uh, with Wolverhampton Wanderers, please tell us where we can do so. Yep, twitch.tv forward slash Jebaroo and the Jebaroo on Twitter. Beautiful. Alice, what about you, friendo? Where can the people find you? You can go and find me over on twitch.tv forward slash fmgirl, where we're doing our slant with made to save. You can also find me on Twitter as well, fm underscore girl 433. Uh, if you want to check out my comic, that would be a lovely for you to drop in for that. It's a very good comic. I would recommend everybody does that. Uh, Kev, finally, what about you, my friend? Where are people finding all the wonderful work you do? So you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at the United City FM. I'm on Twitch every weekday afternoon, 3 till 5 p.m. Come and tell me who you think is going to win the first season of the network game and why it's going to be Alice. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's going to happen, isn't it? Um, and finally, uh, if you want to come in and hang out with me, please feel free to do so. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Rich Owens FM and uh, at Rich Owens FM on Twitter as well. This has been an absolute joy. Uh, I've massively enjoyed myself this evening. Um, first record back after the live show. Don't think it could have gone much better, if you ask me. Um, I think it's been great. So um, please join us next time. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you with us. And uh, we will hopefully speak to you all again very, very soon on another episode of Football Manager Therapy. Take care. Love you. Bye-bye.